This is a HeadGum Podcast. Dynamic banter. Welcome to the show. This is uh, this is our entrance music. This is our entrance music written by Solange. <laughs> what is this? I kind of like it. It's a royalty-free synth wave, no copyright synth wave song. Okay. I think synth wave. I think I could say that I like whatever synth wave is. I do too, man. I don't know. I like what that touches in me. Mike, can I tell you something right now that's make, that made me a little sad re- recently? Yeah, I would love to start off the show with something that made you sad. Well, first of all, we need to address <laughs> something very important. We need to apologize to the mayor. That is yes. important. And uh, do we have him on the line? Um... Whoa, is that a special ring for the president, for the mayor? Hello? Is this mayor's office? This is the mayor. Oh, this is the mayor. Yes. You just answered the the phone over there. I got kind of a light day. Hello. <laughs> what was that? That was my other phone. What's your what? I got two phones. It's good to be the mayor. Okay, mayor. Uh, this is Steve Zaragoza from. Oh, from Dynamic Banter. That's right. Mike Falzone is here too. Hi, Mike. And uh, you know, we just really wanted to call you up first thing on the show mm. to apologize to you. Yeah, I was kind of expecting it. Yeah. Well, uh, we, do you have a moment? Because I'd really love to just... Yeah, yeah. I get all the time in the world. I'm a mayor. I invented time here in Los Angeles. What? I said I invented time here in Los Angeles. I got heaps of it. Yeah? <laughs> what? Hello? Yeah, you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. I got time. Okay. Well, first of all, Mayor, I just wanted to say on behalf of Mike and I and Dynamic Banter, uh, we're really sorry uh, for offending you, um, and we're really sorry for tarnishing your name on the show, and I want you to know that the things that Mike and I said about you on the last episode of the show... That's 100% true. I want you to know that we really didn't mean what we said. We think that you're a great mayor. We think that there isn't really that big of a poop problem on the lawns of America. Hello? Yeah. Why are you... Did you hear... Mayor's office. Yeah. We've been on the line. I got all the time in the world. I'm a mayor. Okay, did you hear anything I just said? Who's this? 
This is Steve Zaragoza's dynamic banter. That's right. I just wanted to apologize. No problem. Okay. Is that cool? We're good? I, oh, Mayor. Mayor, what I want... Are you answering... Are you answering another phone while you're on the phone with us? Yeah, I got a phone in the air shape of a bat phone. Okay, well, listen, Mr. Mayor, I don't want to take up too much more of your time, but I do want to say, as a final gift to you, uh, Mike and I have... Uh, we want you to know that we cut out everything we said about you that on is the true. last we did. episode. There was a lot to trim. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah. But just know that if anything ever slips through the cracks, you guys are donezo. Well, I just yes, absolutely. But so so yeah, so so no one will hear what we said about you on the last episode ever, especially during election. What did you say out of curiosity? Well, I said I told you already. Yeah, but I wasn't paying attention. I was answering the bat phone. Okay, well, if like, can I just summarize? Yeah. Well, the poop around Gotta go. the long. <laughs> well, all right. Anyway, I, we just had to get that out of the way. It was nice of him to call. We it's also crazy. had to apologize for a little snafu we had, including tickets to our next live show on May the 12th. <laughs> the ticket link is not yet available, but you know that when it is, it will be readily available to you through all of our social media, including but not limited to the Twitter that is run by Josh. Josh is doing a goddamn great job. Shout out Josh. Oh, Josh. Josh is killing it. Uh, links will be on MikeFalzone.com, DynamicBanter.clothing, and uh, so many things in between. Dude, I also have, if we could have maybe a moment of silence, I have an update on the records. And I know this has been a huge conversation point for a lot of you a lot of you are wondering hey where are our records we ordered them so long ago well one was stolen so eat balls to all of us but um you know on behalf of byron and on behalf of the the people pressing the records pressing vinyl records post pandemic was a little bit of a nightmare yeah but um but we ain't no holler back girl we ain't no holler back and that's so important to remember and we'll prove it to you like this. This is an update straight from the record company, by the way. The records are all pressed and 90% packaged. This is of a, as of a couple days ago. We are aiming to have them shrink-wrapped, boxed, and ready to sh- strip by Friday, which is now. That's today. That's today. Or... Uh, la- <laughs> Last uh, or next week at the latest. So jackpot. jackpot indeed. Everything is on the way. And thank you guys for being so patient. Thank you. Sorry it took so long. But I mean, look up the process of making a vinyl record. And it is very involved. And it took um, a lot. But we know that you've been waiting a long time. Byron also said, and I don't know if I'm supposed to say this, that he has ordered a little bit extra of the variants. So there'll probably be a handful of like the red marble and um, and the different color variants. The cum variant. And there's the cum variant is on its way. <laughs> it's almost there. We could honestly and, do a cum variant of something. Yeah, yeah. Where there's just white stuff mixed in with the black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I mean, we have... <laughs> The whole future to explore. We have a whole future to explore. Uh, And there's also less than 300 versions of the the regular black vinyl. 
So it's all on its way. Thank you so much for being so patient. Um, should I talk about shows now? Should we yeah, just do get all in there, baby. Dude, so again, thank you to everyone who came to fucking uh, Surrounded in the main room last month. The next Surrounded in the main room is June 2nd. But what are you going to be doing before then? Well, on May 11th, the day before we're in Salem, I'm going to have a show in the lab of the Hollywood Improv called Mike Falzone Tries Stuff Out with His Friends. So me and my friend Ozzy will be there just reading out of a notebook, <laughs> trying out brand new jokes that no one's ever heard before. And it's going to be a super fun time. Um, on May 12th, me and Steve will be in Salem, probably. <laughs> And the tickets aren't available for that yet, but they will be very soon. Also, the posters being made by uh, this kid, Joe, uh, awesome listener of the podcast. And I can't wait to see what he does with that. Um, Surrounded comes to Moon Tower, on, uh, which is in Austin, Texas, on April 19th, 20th, 21st, and 22nd. And the fucking lineups for those are insane. On the 19th, there's Laura Peake, Jeremiah Watkins, which we got to have on the podcast at some point, Preacher Lawson, and Paris Sachet. On the fucking 420, Blaze It, Adam Ray, Ian Finance, and uh, Michael Longfellow from fucking SNL. Oh, yeah. Good buddy. The 21st, Sophie Buttle, who will be on the late show tonight, Thursday. Um, Ray, uh, Ralph Barbosa, who's fucking funniest shit, uh, Ethan Medina and Ian Bag, who is maybe one of the funniest crowd work comedians of all time. Um, and 422, Nemesh Patel, yeah. Marcelo Hernandez, Amy Miller, who is, she's 25% of my heart, Amy Miller and, uh, yeah. and Jeremiah Watkins again. That's a new guy. Is the mayor on the phone again? Yeah. Oh, well, hi. It's good to see you. Also, last thing I'll say is tonight I have three shows in Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at the Crow in Santa Monica. I'm downtown. And at 10 o'clock, I'm at the Hollywood Laugh Factory. Come to that show. It's going to be fucking awesome. Dane Cook is yeah. on the show. <laughs> so if you want to see me and Dane Cook, come to the Laugh Factory tonight at 10 o'clock. Yeah. Also, I'll be at the Well Comedy Club in Bakersfield. Whoa! On and this is also during the show on April eighth, this weekend, Saturday. So come to that. That's pretty much everything, right? That's beautiful. Did you say something happened with eBay? Well, <laughs> we don't have to talk about. Are okay. you okay? What's going on? Kevin yeah, you mentioned can, a while can, ago that something yeah. happened. You can get the record on eBay apparently. You can get the test pressing record? Yeah. yeah. Man, what a world. What a fun world. We don't need to make that super public. Steve, you were talking about sheepdogs earlier. Well, yeah, <laughs> I was, but, you know, the mood... I Listen, man, I'm just kind of sad still. Why? I have to get this off my chest. Claro que sí, when I was a young niña... My father came home with a, um, how you say, ni entiendo. And my brother, Francisco, and I play Super Mario Brothers game day and night. And boy, I tell you, I love this game. My mama would slap me. 
Mike, I love his shit. <laughs> Wait, was that the mayor? Was the, was the mayor back? Gotta go. Mayor! Wait, hold on! The mayor's office. And the body down with the mayor's office. Come down and take me crawl. 21 to walk you with your face shakes on me. I'm the goddamn mayor. Suck my dick. Wow, they have a fun time. <laughs> they have a fun time at the mayor's. I office. just think that they should be working on other stuff. I what what mayor is it? I think, <laughs> I think I think the mayor of Party Town. I think ten forty six on a Thursday morning is not a responsible time to be having a dance party at the mayor's office. Show your tits if you want to get some beads. <laughs> Mike! <laughs> Dude, I love Mario Brothers so much. Was that your first exposure to Italians? Mmm. Mmm. Check the records. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin going back through the records. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe pizza or okay, spaghetti. Yeah. yeah I'm sure I was a baby. Have handfuls. Handfuls. Of, you know, when you're a baby, babies get their hands in everything. Man. Yeah. Yeah. They're spaghetti hands, and they got pizza all over their sauce all over their face and yeah. shit. So maybe spaghetti was my first Italian's exposure. But, you know, I've always loved Mario. Big Mario fan. Big Nintendo fan. Big M head. Love M my M. And of course, there's the live-action Super Mario Brothers movie that came out in like 1991 or whatever, starring Josh Leguizamo. Josh Leguizamo <laughs> and Mario, Bob Hopkins, yeah, Anthony uh -oh. Hopkins. <laughs> Please, someone put the Mario hat on a really old Anthony. <laughs> Hello, princess, <laughs> Mamma Mia. <laughs> Mamma mia, Clarice. <laughs> Dude. Wahoo. Wahoo, indeed. <laughs> Luigi. Um, but so, you know, that live action Mario Brothers movie is a great time. Yeah. It's a bad movie. By all accounts. Some bad movies are great times. That movie's a big mistake. <laughs> uh -huh. Do you remember seeing that movie when you were a young Falzon? I remember the visuals of that movie. I don't remember anything about that movie. Were you like a little too young then maybe when it came out? 
I don't know why I didn't have any interest in it. Mm. I didn't have any interest in a live action Mario. You cared more about Ninja Turtles movie, the Ninja Turtles live yeah. action movie. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why what the distinction is because Mario, the Mario that we grew up with, is a collection of blocks. Yeah, a little pixel guy. So to make that into a guy was I wasn't interested. Oh, so in you that. went from block to guy. Yeah, too big of a jump. Because for for like a lot of kids, there was the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Oh, where cartoon. Captain Lou Albano would yeah, introduce like the animated Mario guys. Yeah, like that a lot. So we had like a, like when the Mario Brothers movie came out, yeah. there was like no Mario lore. Mm. Basically, like Mario One and Mario Two were out. Yeah, and Mario One and Two were really different fucking games. Lit. Like, like literally different. different. Yeah. So like Mario and, Two wasn't supposed to be right. Mario. Right. And the right. first the the story of the first game is like Mario rescuing the princess from Bowser. Yeah. So you're like, all right, simple story, perfect. And part two is like, there's no Bowser. Mario has to take drugs Mario's to fight asleep. the the. Mario has to take drugs to fight dinosaurs that are shooting eggs at him through their transgender mouth. dinosaurs. Yeah, hundred percent. Which was terrifying in the eighties. Terrifying, and also you didn't know what was going coming at you. No, but you had to be ready for all of it, and it taught us a lot. And that's why I think our generation is very accepting because of Mario too. Yeah. It's <laughs> like in a toilet saying that. Oh yeah. So, uh, <laughs> dude, that's like drive time radio shit. So when the fucking when the fucking Mario Live movie came out, it was like Mario was like whatever. I Mario's a couple of games I like, and the cartoon with Captain Lou Albano. Mm -hmm. So you're like, all right, they're giving us more Mario. Let's go, bro. And by the way, there was another Mario game out at the same time, and it was brand new. And it was called Super Mario Land. And that mm -hmm. was a Game Boy Mario I was game. With that, one. that game is fucking awesome. We good talked music about in that best game. music. Yeah. Real good music. That, that came out in like the night, night 89, maybe. And that was also like yeah. kind of. I think I hate that game. <laughs> uh, that, it was weirdly disconnected. Yeah. The, the, it was like very much so in a desert. Yeah. Yeah. And it was also like you'd fly around in a little car, maybe, or <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah. There's like some weird shit in that game. Yeah, it was very hard. So, like, this was well before Mario lore had been, like, created. Like, there yeah. wasn't, like, Peach is always Mario's girl, and Luigi fights ghosts sometimes, and Luigi Donkey vacuums. Kong's in the picture somewhere, yeah. and Toad's up in here. Like, there wasn't lore. Yoshi didn't show up until Super Nintendo. Right. So, when the live action Mario movie came out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hello. <laughs> when that movie came out, I was pretty stoked. Because also, I loved Roger Rabbit. Yeah. And Bob Hoskins was all up in that Roger Rabbit ish. And, uh, you know, Bob Hoskins playing Mario and, you know, whatever. I didn't know who John Leguizamo was really at the time. That was, like, my first exposure to him. Nice. He had a kid show back in the day. Dude. On, like, Nickelodeon. He was offered. Was check this shit out. Yeah. He was offered a sitcom 
like a John the John Leguizamo show. Yeah. Like right at the right when they were giving like comedians like their own shows. Basically, Everyone loves John Leguizamo. Yeah, but it yeah. was come. It would have come out like right with like Fresh Prince and shit like that. Yeah. And imagine a young John Leguizamo doing like a Latin like Fresh Prince kind of show. Yeah. Like that would have been a fucking hit, right? Yeah, for sure. Instead, he chose the Mario Brothers movie. Bummer. He turned down. His own TV show to be Luigi in the Mario Brothers movie. He did cooler artistic stuff later on. A billion Like, percent. he has a bunch of really good, like, one-man shows. And, He's uh, great. I love his one-man shows. Yeah. I've seen a few of those on mm-hmm. HBO. Those are real good. Yeah. And his, like, he's great. He's real good in the first John Wick movie. He might be in the second one, too. But he's real good. The great past. actor. The past. Classic cinema. <laughs> but anyway... So when the Mario Brothers movie came out, the live action one, I was like, all right, sucker Tash. How old were you? What year did it come out? 93? Let's check the records. Kevin, we check the records. Hold on. I like that one. I like whatever filter you put on that one. Check the records, Kevin. Check the records. 93. Whoa, 93! Got it! So I was like 13. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, that's like prime age for that then. Yeah. Because I was born in 82. No. 92 is 10. 11 or 12? Oh, 92 is 10. Yeah, I was like 11 or 12. Yeah. So I remember being like perfect age, yeah. right? <clears throat> but it was still weird as fuck. And I remember seeing it in the movie theater, dude, when it came out and being like, what the fuck am I looking at? Like yeah. the Goombas are these giant dudes with those tiny little heads. I didn't like those. And like Yoshi's like a dinosaur, mm. which was kind of cool, actually. Koopa's a guy. He's a man. The Mushroom Kingdom is like New Dennis York. Hopper, it was Dennis fuck. Hopper. Yeah. Yeah. Who only took the role because his kids mentioned they like Mario Brothers. Gotta win these kids back. Isn't that funny? It, was, it must have been, right? I gotta get all these kids good graces. I've been away a lot the past couple of years. <laughs> this is gonna make up for all those years. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I remember being like, man, this movie's fucked up. But I came out of that movie and was like... Okay, this is an interpretation of what Mario could be in a, like, gritty live-action kind of version of what the Mushroom Kingdom and Mario Plumbers would be. So I accepted it as such, as its own little piece in the Mario, like, you know, kingdom, but not as one that is connected by canon or anything like that. It's its own separate kind of entity that just exists in the Nintendo Mario universe yes. that I accept and acknowledge as a very strange thing. And by the way, when it came out, like Nintendo was like not doing so well and also didn't really give a fuck about their IP. And because Mario was like definitely hit a hit video game, yeah. uh, but no one was like banging down their doors to make like a Mario Brothers movie. And so This, like, independent film company that does not exist anymore made the Super Mario Brothers movie. And the way they did it was they came to Nintendo and said, this is how much we want to, like, we need to make a Nintendo movie. 
and this is our like this is our demands and they're like why should we pick you guys you're like a small company and they're like because nobody else is asking you to make a mario brothers movie yeah like no one's come to you to make a mario brothers movie it's us and the shitty one or nothing right we so, got john link was right so exactly so it was like this perfect <clears throat> time to make a mario brothers movie that is like bizarre and bonkers and whatever mm. and like the whole history of that movie is incredible a lot of like really interesting stories like tom hanks was almost gonna be luigi really Whoa. yeah and Whoa! dude and danny Whoa! devito <laughs> danny devito was gonna direct it and play mario Danny DeVito. Huh? And that would have been fucking awesome. But then he eats a mushroom and he... Dude, dude, dude. Becomes... And he becomes Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. <laughs> Where's my Arnold shit? You need to fill it. <laughs> Where's my Arnold stuff? Son! I'm too old! I don't know where all my clips are! Arnold would be page one, wouldn't it? Yeah, probably. No way, Arnold's dog. in a region I've got folders. We got Ringo. <laughs> Oh, here we go. Here we go. I'm like uh, getting the feeling of coming in the gym. I'm getting the feeling of coming at home. I'm getting the feeling of coming backstage when I pump up. When I pose out in front of 5,000 people, I get the yeah, same really... feeling. So I'm coming day and night. Yeah. So it's terrific. <laughs> so just imagine you heard that a couple minutes ago. Just a few, like quicker. So anyway, Mike, I, this is a big setup. I know. This was a setup? Yeah, yeah. to what I'm sad about. Oh, I forgot about that. This is still about what I'm sad about. Okay. And it comes down to this. The new Super Mario animated movie is out. It's out now. It's out now. And you saw it. No, I have not seen it. And that's what makes you sad. I'm seeing it this very evening. And that is making you sad. And the trailers look really cool. It looks like a fucking, like, candy... That you could pull off the screen and eat. Good. You've seen the trailer, right? Have you seen any of what this movie looks like? I think so. I saw the... A billboard? Yeah. Did you see a trailer at all, maybe? Maybe. It looks like candy. Cool. Don't you think, Kevin? Yeah. I'm curious where you're going with this. It looks beautiful <laughs> and wonderful. It looks so beautiful and it looks so fun and like... It looks so good and it makes you sad. And I, I'm excited. I like once I saw the trailer, I was like, "All right, I'm excited about this. Yeah. This looks good." Yeah. The whole Chris Pratt Mario thing is very distracting and sucks. Mario. But there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. yeah. Got to throw throw it to the. Hey, it's just water. It's just water. So, I'm seeing it tonight. But last week, reviews started to roll in. Mm. And a lot of these people are my friends yeah. who like review movies and sure. they, for like publications and stuff. And everyone is like, uh oh, this mm. is not good. Oh. And some people were saying that the live action Mario is better. Whoa. Like it's a worse movie than the Mario live action. Wow. And um, a lot of people are saying this is made for children and no one else. Okay. So if you bring a child, they'll probably love it. Okay. Because it looks like candy you can pull right off the screen and eat. Yeah. And Baby and Shark is in it. And there's a toys everywhere probably that you'll buy at Target right after the movie's over. Yeah. They should make a video game out of it. 
they'll be they'll definitely make dude you know what's crazy nintendo might make a nintendo or like a super mario brothers movie mario game yeah oh yeah yeah it'd be funny if they were on a set like you know how paper mario is like looks like yeah it'd be (laughs) funny if it was mario the guy and he has to change it to his costume. Dude, I love that. He has to hop into his. It's like the guy, the actor playing Mario in that cartoon world. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Hi, my name's Gus. <laughs> <laughs> I play Mario. <laughs> but anyway, I just I and so it really has been bumming me out that it seems like people that I trust, uh, movie opinions of, are saying that this is like largely for kids. Uh-huh. And uh, there's not enough substance to, in, to to be enjoyable for adults too, hmm. and it's making me really sad. Because the and best these, kind of movies are you both can watch. Yeah, and it, dude, Pixar is like the king of that, right? Like you can take a kid to a Pixar movie, and adults will be like right along with the story. But you can't like, make them drink. No, you cannot. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> so does it bum you out man. to read the reviews? It bums me. Like, I didn't read these reviews. I just read the, like, you know, the article titles would pop up in my feed. Yeah. And I couldn't help but be like, oh, what are the critics? Because, you know, my hope is that everyone's like, it's so fun. And it's like such a good time. But even the people who usually say that about like those kinds of movies, like when the Sonic the Hedgehog movie came out, Mm -hmm. like people were real fucking nervous that that movie was going to suck balls. Am I right? Check the records. (laughs) And then it came out and everybody fucking loved it. It came out and everybody loved it and it's like a hit Uh and uh, even the critics were like this is fun and like it works and those same critics saw the Super Mario movie and were like it's not good. Put Sonic in it. Yeah. Maybe put Sonic in it. Maybe that was the maybe that's what the secret is Mm. but a lot of people are listening to this on a Friday uh, when the movie is coming out and so you've got the weekend to like check it out and shit. And next week, maybe we'll talk about our thoughts after we've seen it or, or I've seen it or whatever. But Kevin has seen it. And uh, but I'm I'm still excited to see it. But I'm really sad because I it seems like such an easy thing to do to make a good Mario movie. Yeah, that's why. What would you do? Well, I'd get like really good writers in there to like at least punch it up. Do you know I get, who wrote this one? Uh, the I think it's the the whole team that did uh the Minions. like Minions movies, yeah, hmm. which are totally baby movies for little babies. But they're hits, for kids. but they're hits, and they sell toys like a motherfucker. So that's what they want. Which is totally what this turns out. To Marianians. Be. Marianians, which is crazy because it's like, man, just stick with your Minions if you want to make your fucking print money machine. Sure. You know, if you're going to handle Mario, which is like a beloved franchise, like get some like really good writers in there to be like, all right, let's make this fucking awesome. It just it's I guess it's a little bit of a bummer when they're like um, this movie is strictly for this character came out in like 1983. Right. 
but this movie is strictly for people who are babies now. Right. I get the wanting to build the franchise for the future. Yeah. But it does seem like one of those movies, like a SpongeBob, that has to be for yeah, adults as for much the fans as it first. Is for, yeah. It seems like. Like, you've got to, yeah. like, really keep the fans in mind when you do this kind of stuff. Because you don't want to drag people from the 80s and 90s. No. To, um... To a kid's movie. Right. To bring their families and yeah. spend money on it and then be let down by yeah. it. Yeah. And be like, no, we're not bringing this shit You're into like, the house. This I ain't lo- Mario. Yeah, like, these are my characters, but they're doing, like, goo-goo gaga shit mm. that my kid wants to see, I guess. Yeah. And Does that's Mario okay, speak I guess. In the, the Italian or Minion language? Oh man, I almost would prefer it over Chris Pratt. Yeah. Some people are saying that it's like really distracting that his voice is coming out of Mario. Why is it had? Why did it have to be him? You know what I it's heard? It's such a weird casting decision. I think I heard that Nintendo is like really they're very strange they about their like and creative decisions. Yeah. And they really want, like, a huge star to be, like, their hero. Like, uh-huh. so they just considered Chris Pratt to be, like, the biggest star that could fit the role, sort of, Dude, I guess. Kevin Hart. I would rather have Kevin a Hart A billion percent. Mario. Dude, a billion percent. Yeah. Imagine Kevin Hart not even trying to do a Mario voice. Just doing it's Kevin just Hart Kevin voice. Hart. Yeah. That's what we need. Dude, That's the answer. Honestly, Redub the movie. It, this is like everyone's scared about AI killing jobs and shit and like being scary. But I want I can't wait till someone makes the Kevin Hart Mario Bud cut. Yeah. Using AI. Yeah. Dude, it's coming. Lines, but it's just yeah, Kevin it's just Hart, Kevin Hart. His like casual voice. Yeah. You can <laughs> dude, I want the Danny DeVito cut. And Yoshi's the the rock. <laughs> honestly, I get it. They're trying to make <laughs> dude a billion percent. Uh-huh. They're trying to make money and whatever, and they're they're Making these kids are gonna grow up and be Mario fans for life, like we were. Yeah. Uh, for a different reason, you know. And the the games are still huge successes, mm-hmm. and Mario Land is a fucking hit, and like whatever. It's a huge money making thing. So like, I get it. Get your Chris Pratt in there. Make your fucking tons of money. Get your fucking Anya Taylor Joy, and like you know, get your huge stars mm-hmm. and Seth Rogen. And dude, I wonder if our parents looked at any of our entertainment like oh this is just some a cash grab <laughs> yeah because i never they obviously never said nothing no. about it my parents are also the furthest from any kind of hollywood sure. what they're just like this is out let's yeah, see this yeah. or it not wasn't interested they weren't interested yeah. but i wonder if part of this is just us growing up and becoming like further and further removed from what we thought things were as children. It doesn't help that we like entered into the world where we got to see behind the curtain a little bit too. Oh, we ruined it for us. Yeah. Like we, like, you know, cause we met these people that like write movies we and met stuff. Mario. We've met people that have written movies, like hit movies. And we're like, Oh, they're just like a regular dude. Yeah. And you're like, okay, well a regular dude can write a hit movie so then you like got to see behind the curtain a little bit and learn how like things are made. It kind of made it like more it's like when you learn about the ins and outs of a sport or something and how all that works too. Sure. And then you're like, well now I know how this works. So like yeah. I know the ins and outs of everything Wrestling. and I expect it to be as good as like this other shit was. Yeah. Dude, I um I remember I met Toad at a um like a premiere. Yeah, I heard he's cool. He's cool, but in like the leather jacket, let's oh, go yeah? do coke in the bathroom. Right? Oh, I see. And I just wasn't with it. 
Yeah. He was like, I got a handful of pill drugs. And he didn't yeah. know what any of them were. He's like, pick a color. Yeah. Let's go to space. Mm. And I was like, Toad, I looked up to you a lot. Well, I looked down to you a lot yeah. when yeah. I was a little That's kid. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it was just kind of a bummer to that see sucks. him in that state. Yeah. Big red circles around his eyes. People love him. People love him. He but, had the hottest girl on his oh, arm. Of course. Yeah. Sliz. Yeah, dude. <laughs> she was the OnlyFans model. God damn. And she son. looked good. And Toad kept slapping her ass and saying, let's go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You guys want to do some ads? Oh, I would. I'm just kind of like, I'm just feeling like, I'm just kind of like, I'm just feeling like, I'm just kind of like. You know, it has a 96% on Rotten Yeah. 96? Yeah, that but that's good. The, but that's like the, that's the that's pe- people that don't really care. Uh, they don't really care. Yeah. Why would you go on Rotten Tomatoes if you didn't really care? What do you mean? Well, I'm saying like general audiences who aren't really like, they don't know what's behind the curtain and they just go to a movie and they eat popcorn and they enjoy the like 90 minutes of like colors in their face. Yeah. Like a lot of those people are like, yeah, it was awesome. Like they'll just go and see those movies. But movie critics don't like it. Well, yeah. And like I'm saying, like these are my friends who I trust their opinions. Like these are the people who saw Sonic before it came out and were like, Everyone can calm down. It's so awesome. Everyone's going to love it. Was it good? Did you see it? Uh, I didn't really like it, actually. But okay. everyone else loved it, and I acknowledge it, and I'm like, cool, man. Enjoy it. So Enjoy why it. wouldn't you just not be bummed out at all about Mario? Because you, you're, well, you I'm proved saying, your friends wrong well, I'm last saying time. It's, it's not just those guys. Like these are all, these, I know a lot of people who like review movies and stuff, and they all have different opinions, and it's like, this is the guy I trust about these kinds of movies, and this is the guy I trust about these kinds of movies, or this guy's always wrong. But they also said Mario, they also said Sonic was good. Some of them, yeah. And, and others didn't, like didn't even mention Sonic, but were saying, like, this kind of sucks. I think you got a 50-50 shot. I know, that's why out. I'm still kind of excited. Yeah, yeah. I don't really like. Just don't. I get bummed out when you're when you bring the sad that was ushered in by yeah, somebody else the into the movie. Don't bring it. It's just from people whose opinions I uh, respect. Go neutral. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> fuck everyone else's opinion. Fuck these sponsors, guys. Up coming up next, we have sponsors. I just to, wanted to join in on the fuck when we're that? saying fuck. You could have picked anything. I else. really, that's the first thing that came into my head. No, I'm out. <laughs> Shit. I think we got to apologize to the mayor again. Maybe, 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 mayor. Guys, factor. Let's talk about factor. Yummy. I'm getting hungry. It is almost munch time. Uh. <laughs> This spring, you need nutritious, convenient meals to energize your summer's winters. Active days and keep you on track reaching your goals. Factor is America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit and can help you fuel up fast with ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. Kick me up. You'll save time, eat well, and tackle everything. On your to-do list. Are you too busy to cook this spring? Huh? Huh? 
Well, with Factor, you can skip the trip to the grocery store and skip the chopping, prepping, and cleaning, too. <laughs> Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready to eat in just two minutes, so all you got to do is heat it up and enjoy. Just ask my friend, Rish, Rish, Rish. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what do you think about that, Rish, Rish, Rish? <laughs> Hey, look, we're talking two minutes and these meals are ready to eat and put down your tummy. And then you can go back outside and soak up the sun. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and, then, and then Vector offers uh, calorie conscious options. We're talking calorie smart meals with around or less than 550 calories per serving. There's also uh, a bunch of meals that fit a variety of lifestyles like keto, calorie smart, vegan, veggie, protein plus. These are all prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians. And each meal has all of the ingredients you need to feel satisfied all day long while you're meeting those goals. What's up, buddy? He's over. He wants to come up and see dad. So guys, in fact, you can be rest assured you're making a sustainable choice. They offset 100% of their delivery emissions to your door, source 100% renewable electricity for their production sites and offices, and feature sustainably sourced seafood in their meals as well. Well, this is a great, what a company, huh? So guys, head to factormeals.com slash banter50 and use that code banter50 to get 50% off your first box. That's code banter50 at factormeals.com slash banter50 and you'll get 50% off your first box. Oh, you'll get it. Listen to it for longer than I did just now. But for the sake of the sponsors and people who don't like it. <sighs> Rocket money, guys. Pew! Let's go to the stars.
Guys, <laughs> you lost somebody? You. Oh shit. Some version of me went to the void. Guys, Rocket Money makes it look. My 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 money my my money more problems, huh? Is what I always say. But did you ever even know that there's subscriptions you might be having in your life that you didn't even remember that you had? Well, Rocket Money cancels those subscriptions for you. And, uh, you know, that that's some time-consuming stuff. I don't even know where to begin with that kind of thing. And Rocket Money will help you cancel those subscriptions you forgot about. And I think that's very awesome. Also... You can set Rocket Money to alert you to a change in your spending or subscriptions that saved you money. Say it, And Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. And over 80% of the people have subscriptions they forgot about. Guys, did you even know that? And the chances are you're one of them. Yeah. That's me too, okay? I'm not trying to point fingers. How about like that app that you got just to watch one show or that free gaming trial you never actually used that automatically charged to your account after a month and you were like, uh-oh, where did that come from? Oh, well, I guess I'll cancel it next time. And then that rolls around and guess what? You get charged again and you're like, wait a minute, I'm depressed. And Rocket Money also helps you manage all your finances in one place and auto-magically categorize your expenses so you can easily track your budget in real time and also get alerted if anything looks kinda off. And over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, saving the average person up to $720 a year. Think about that. Just by canceling subscriptions. Just by watching what you're spending. Guys, this is what Rocket Money does. So stop throwing your money away. You rascal. Cancel unwanted subscriptions. And manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash banter. That's rocketmoney.com slash banter. Thank you.
Thank you so much to our sponsors. Thank you, HeadGum. Yeah. Thank you, Leah. And, Thank you, Kevin. And. Thank you, Josh. Yes, my boy. Josh is killing it in the social medias. I'll tell you, and that ain't no dang lie. I ain't out here lying. Mike's doing laundry. That's okay. Uh, we can jump right into some history rounds. <sighs> and then Mike can just, you know, jump right in when he's ready. First history road comes from uh, someone we call Kevin. History road. Kevin? Kevin. Kevin is a place. We've got a Kevin. 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 Hello, boys. I got a little story for the episode where you guys talked about pooping in bodies of water has made a big splash in my memory pond. When I was a teen, we used to hang out in the woods after school. Careful. <laughs> at one of our favorite spots, there was this big tree that stretched out over a creek. We used to climb it to hang out and fish for hours on end. That's nice. You got memories like that, Mike? You go after school with the boys... Up to no good. There, uh, behind my house, there was a creek with an old, old burnt-out car in it. Whoa! Because I lived, like, in the woods. Yeah. And we would explore the woods, and one day we just ran upon this old, like, burnt-out car. And our first thought, being little hooligans, were like, I wonder if, um, there's, like, a wallet in the compartment. Yeah, is there food in there or money? (laughs) Is there food? (laughs) Is there someone's, is someone left a sandwich on their... Did someone cook up a sandwich they on there? What's that, a 1948 Buick? You think they got any food in there? You think they got there? some chips in there? <laughs> Maybe there's some, some from the 50s in the trunk. Yeah. Typically during that time, I'd have to poop, so to excuse myself, scurry down the tree, and I'd find a place in the woods to answer the call of nature. <laughs> It doesn't have to be on time to be good. This had to never be. This never had to. This has never. This had never been a problem before since. Humble brag. I was fully potty trained by this point in my life, 15. But this time something went wrong. <laughs> that one snuck in. 
Like usual, we were drinking too many Monster, not a sponsor, energy drinks and consuming packages of ring dings and flaming hot Cheetos. Damn. That's how you make diarrhea. That is definitely... That's... Scientists know that if you want to make diarrhea, you combine those things. Yeah. You got any Monster energy drinks on you? Are you trying to make diarrhea? Yeah. Yeah, I got Monster and I got a pack of ring dings. Yeah, They're that's perfect, actually. Do you also have any hot Cheetos? Oh, yeah. You really want diarrhea. <laughs> Is the... <clears throat> Mayor's office! Mayor's office! <laughs> no one's... We didn't call you! Hello? Anytime. <laughs> Anytime. He has a no light day. What's going on? It's kind of a light day. <sighs> Yellow mayor. I'm the mayor. <laughs> I felt the. Gr- <laughs> I'm the mayor. Hello, I'm the mayor on the phone now. I felt the gurgle of a too much caffeine and junk food poop settle low in my tummy. My body started to sweat. My stomach got immediately cramped, and all at once I knew I wouldn't make it back down in the tree in time. You were in a tree. He was climbing trees to fish with his friends. Now, near where we were sitting at the top of the tree was a large Y-shaped branch perfectly parallel to the water. I love I love what the story's going to be. I love where I think it's going. I love where it could be. There's a lot to it. Bit of a pingy ting. Me too. So he saw this Y-shaped branch that was perfectly parallel to the water. In my mind, I had two options, and I wasn't about to shit my shorts. My favorite show on Nickelodeon. (laughs) As the panic subsided that the calm of the inevitability washed over me, I announced to my closest friends that what was about to happen took a seat upon the oak throne and let her rip from about 20, 30 feet up. A cascade of turds hit the water, (laughs) their splash barely audible over the eruption of six teenage boys yucking it up at the sight of their friend, making a deposit into the bank of Mother Nature. Yo, nothing better than just pulling up your shorts after. And going, hey boys! Oh god. I'm back in. Now, now. Let's (laughs) handle fish. I'm like, uh, are you... Shouldn't you dump your dirty ass into the river? Dude, I dare you to smell your own shorts at the end of that day. No way, brother. Smell your own shorts. Why don't you smell your own shorts? On channel 22. That's a good insult to somebody. Smell your own shorts. shorts. That is really good. Somewhere on an old phone in stunning 2040p, this brown waterfall footage lives on. That's beautiful. Anyways, thanks for reading my shitty story. I've been a day one source fed listener and have followed all the shenanigans you've both been doing ever since. Is it weird that for 10 years, <laughs> at least once a week, your voices occupy my eardrums? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having voices that don't suck. And for top of the chart, says my number one Spotify wrapped podcast. You should feel honored. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Best Kevin, not Placky. P.S.
Sounds like Rick got the Buick going. <laughs> P.S. I read this story to my fiance before sending it, and she said it's good, but I hate that story. The voice of reason always in the significant others, isn't it? <laughs> From the mouths of others. Leave them in the past. Let the, the, the story die the with, story the turds die with out. the turds out. History rap from Connor. Hello, boys. Hope the show is going good and y'allers are doing well. As a professional musician, humble brag, I play a lot of weird shows. One stands out, though, is at at a house show in good old Eugene, Oregon. Been there. Drove through. Stop it! All right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fine. You don't have to tell me. Bit of a pingy ting. Yeah. The band before mine was setting up to go on, and it seemed to be some sort of rap group. Oh, well, I... (laughs) (laughs) That was the rap button. I always... (laughs) You got a rap button on that? (laughs) Yeah, man, here it goes. I always try and support the bands and watch as much as I can. That's a good man. Yeah. Me and some friends stood up front and listened to mostly mediocre rap music when suddenly a Ford commercial started playing. What? What? Over the speakers. The group was using beats for their songs from Spotify and didn't even bother getting premium. Okay. <laughs> so every couple of songs an ad would play and the MC oh, would just yeah. let it play and try and sell people on the company's slash products. That's fine. As you can imagine, I couldn't stay in there because I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> Clearly others saw the humor in it and the room quickly became empty. And so ends a tale of a bad band. Thanks for maybe reading? Bye-bye now. Lights out! <laughs> Katie sends a history road saying advice on attending medieval times, please. Oh, yeah. Hey, oh boy, boys. So basic we, my boyfriend surprised me with a small trip to Chicago. And one of the things we're going to be doing is medieval times. Hi. He had no idea I've always wanted to experience this shiz, and I'm so excited. I even bought a costume. Oh, yeah? And, of course, I'm making him dress up, too. As what? Some yeah, kind of night, I gather. To <laughs> as a, yeah. I want to dress up like a flight attendant. <laughs> I want to be a sick and dying peasant. <laughs> I want to be the Black Plague. Yeah. I, I want to be, be a, f- a gong from you. What about the, the guy? <laughs> uh, he bought us a creme de la cum primo package. Please That's where you get to suck off one of the knights. I just want to know maybe some one-liners I can shout during the show. Or, like, can you help me with an accent so I can listen back to this part yeah. for a couple weeks and then be a pro by the time I get there? Dude, let me tell you something right now. 
when you sit in a section, they assign you. It's like you like the red one or you like the blue yeah. one. If they say something like they're setting up to joust and you're like, uh, and who do you and do you want the red section to win? You got to stand up and say, wouldn't we wish it? Wouldn't we wish it? Yeah, and then put your arms up in the air like to cheer. Yeah, for people to cheer. Try to get you. everyone. Into yeah, yeah. Risk turn to the audience. Wouldn't we, we wish it? <laughs> yeah, and if you do it right, the audience will roar. And who can I get more diet coke? Wouldn't we wish it? Two more rounds of soda pop. Wouldn't we wish it, boys? Start to fart, start this engine. Come on. We'll get her out of this gear. Come on. Come on, Betsy. Dude, he's not trying to fix it. He's just fucking slamming on the gas. <laughs> Come on, Betsy. We'll fix it. Come on. I don't know if doing the way My you grandfather do. had a way with these things. Come on. Oh, there she goes. Oh, We never saw him again. <laughs> just hear him screaming while they're driving away from the farm. <laughs> um, Katie also wants to know how she should wear her hair. I don't fucking know. Put it up in a fucking medieval bow. Oh, for medieval times. Yeah. Wear it like a princess. Yeah. Put in it. Put a goddamn veil on. So I would know. Much love to you, honey oh, yeah, honking cum cuties. Medieval uh, Renaissance fair. Uh, all right. Anything else? I think that's a hit. Yeah. That was a fun show. Dude, <sighs> let's run through the uh, reminders just yeah. one more time. So many fun things coming on uh, tonight. Three shows: Santa Monica, Downtown, Lat Factory with Dane Cook at ten o'clock at night. Uh, Moon Tower coming to Austin, Texas on the nineteenth, twentieth, twenty-first, and twenty-second. It's gonna be yeah. so awesome. I'm gonna be all over that town. I'm gonna be filled with grits. Look at the front of my shirt; it has grits on it. <laughs> also, I'll be at the Well Comedy Club in Bakersfield. Whoa! On and this is also during the show on April eighth. This weekend, Saturday, so come to that. Announcement for the record is that there's less, oh my bad, before I said 300, there's less than 100 copies of the record left. We're signing flexi discs as soon as they get from Prague to us. Yeah. And the new arrival date for Byron to get the records is next week. So the long awaited record is here. Thank you so much for your patience. Love you so much. May 12th tickets are not on sale yet, but they will be on MikeFalzone.com and DynamicBanter.clothing as soon as we get the working link. And May 11th, as uh, Mike tries stuff with his friends in the lab, the Hollywood Improv, you could buy tickets for that on Improv.com or MikeFalzone.com. And I think that does it for... Oh, uh, dude, we've been working on so much fun Patreon stuff. Oh, yeah. When does Patreon stuff come out? Stuff we have this thing called Experts. 
Oh man, that comes out today. That was a fun one. Yeah, uh, Mike and I got to pretend to be experts. Yeah, on a random subject that Kevin would throw at us, and then what you're looking at is almost like a documentary. Yeah. Interview. It, what's no that? Laughing. No laughing, or 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 everything has to change. Yeah, yeah. Every time we laughed, we changed subjects. It was so much fun. I watched the first cut of it the other day. And uh, and I laughed really hard. It's very funny. Many times. <laughs> We're just having fun out here with Kevin. Yeah. So and so yeah. The Patreon dude, I can't tell you how much that uh, not only helps keep this whole production in business, but uh, it you know helps pay Kevin to help us make stuff, and we really have uh, been having a lot of fun making all this extra yeah. stuff. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. I agree, dude. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. Patrons, you guys are awesome. Everybody else, you guys are cool too. Stay tuned for new live shows, new merch drops, records coming in hot. Yeah. It's a good time to be alive. Trading cards are still available. Our cassette tape from our uh, sold out show at the Bell House in Brooklyn is still available. Posters. There's literally just, dude, you guys sold out all the WrestleMania shirts except for the smalls. So if you're small and you want a ringer shirt, let me see it. Oh, I got mine in. I get, I'm giving you one to Anna. And uh, yeah, it's real good. This is what it looks like. We've never had a ringer shirt. I love a ringer shirt. And we have just smalls left. So thank you so much. Uh, put, Put them on, send us pictures. Let us see Send what us you look pictures. Like in your stuff. Yeah, show us your great, your best wrestling pose. Yeah. While wearing that shirt, huh? How about that? We cut a hole in the middle and rip it off. Why don't you cut a hole in your pants and show us your cock? <laughs> <laughs> that was a headgum podcast. <laughs>